it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello there, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks once again for your company. We always like to speak to new staff members of Blind Citizens Australia, particularly when those of you who contact the BCA call centre may have the opportunity to speak with them. Last week we spoke with Jolene Scott and Connor Smith regarding their new roles and their background. This week we speak with Jackson Reynolds-Ryan. Jackson is taking over as the new policy officer, owing to the fact that Jane Britt is now the policy and advocacy team leader. Jackson has uh, quite a varied background and he joins me now to discuss... Jackson, thanks for joining us, and welcome to Blind Citizens Australia. Thanks, Vaughan. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and uh, how you got here? Um, sure. So, um, it really excited to, to join the uh, Blind Citizens Australia team. Um, I have a background uh, in policy from a range of different uh, areas. Uh, I've worked in uh, policy for mental health. I've worked uh, in policy for uh, the peak for uh, autism, uh, as well as while I was living in the UK recently, I worked uh, for a charity uh, that focused on uh, children's access to food at schools. Um, so a, a, a bit of a wide range of policy experience there, um, but I've got a, a particular interest and, and passion for, for disability policy. Let's talk a little bit about policy. Most people know what advocacy is all about, but what exactly is, when you say you have a policy background, what does that mean? Sure. So I, I think the two uh, really go hand in hand uh, and inform each other. Um, so when I say I've got a policy background, um, I have an academic background as well. I have a, a master's in policy, which helps ha, has um, given me sort of theoretical underpinning of, of understanding uh how governments uh, and bureaucracies relate uh, to, to different policy contexts. Um, but I think what, what I'm really interested in is how um, government policy at a, at a national, a state, even sometimes a local level, um, can have an effect on uh, individual lives. And I think that's where it's paired with advocacy because um, advocacy is where uh, you, you find out what's going wrong um, for in, an individual li in an individual's life. Um, and policy is really, I think, how you fix it on a, on a broader, more systemic scale. So narrowing it down even further, policy really, as I understand it, is about sort of developing um, an idea or a position on a particular issue, um, which is usually done in re via research and uh, written documentation, which outlines an organization's approach to a particular issue. Do you think it's fair to say that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think uh, do, doing that research, but that can that research can come from um, academic research, looking at sort of literature reviews of, of what other people have done, um, but also really importantly um, through the experiences of the community that you're you're working with. Mm. You've worked in quite a number of areas of policy. You mentioned specifically autism and uh, uh, child advocacy or at least access to food and things like that. What is it about disability-related policy uh, issues that particularly interest you? 
Um, I, th- I think this is just a really exciting time um, to work in in this sector. Um, I think Australia, uh, the, the embrace of the National Disability Insurance Scheme, which is how I got into um, disability policy when I was working uh, with Mental Health Victoria, um, it's, it's a huge, it's one of the biggest um, changes we've made to our, our social security system in, a, in Australia uh, in a generation. Um, it's, it's a massive undertaking um, and it, it, it requires a lot of, of careful thought um, and, and careful uh, consultation with communities to make sure that it's actually living up to the promise um, uh, that so many people were excited about. Um, I think what is also interesting and and engaging about um, the world of uh, the the disability sector is just how varied it is um, and how many uh, touch points with other sectors there are. whether it's education, um, whether it's uh, training, health, uh, a, r- a range of different things. There's, there's so many touch points um, and it impacts so many people's lives. Mm. Yeah, it certainly does. And one of the things that always interests me uh, around this is, is how everybody has a different view on how these things should be managed. And I think that's one of the areas where a policy position really can uh, be key to this is, you know, condensing all of these different views into um, one or, or more uh, policy statements that really encapsulate what a particular sector of the community is thinking on a, on a given issue. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, makes a good policy person is, is the ability to be able to condense all of that information into something that's meaningful. Is that, uh, has that been your experience? Yeah, I think so, um, and I think that that is the that's the challenge for a lot of um, uh, of policy work is making it is condensing uh, the experiences of quite a lot of people into something concise um, and something that speaks to people that are not necessarily in the community as well, um, because that's that's how change is made um, and making sure that people who haven't experienced those those same issues those same concerns um, can understand them at least um, and can understand where people are coming from and um, understand why there needs to be changes Um, so that that involves as you say condensing that and making it incredibly succinct um, and uh, accessible for for as many people as possible and you haven't been with bca long i think you started on monday Um, on monday's third day (laughs) well good luck with that and i'm guessing that you haven't had a chance to meet all of the players yet for example uh, bca has the national policy uh, council and um, there are other people involved in policy and advocacy across the organization how do you foresee yourself working with those different groups of people to sort of uh, you know, bring everything into line and particularly in areas relating to the NDIS, which is um, copping some flack just at the moment mm. around decisions uh, that have been made around the uh, independent functional assessments, etc. Yeah. Um, and uh, isn't, that, isn't that disappointing that that's, that's been the focus um, lately? Um, I'm really excited uh, to work with um, the groups like the National Policy Council um, that BCA has set up. Um, I've I've gone through um, uh, with with Jane, who's now taking the the 
team lead position um, about the the work that that um, policy council does. Um, and I think one of the reasons that I was really attracted to this job and and to this organisation um, is the um, the way that it's sort of loudly and proudly member led. Um, uh, and I think taking taking guidance and direction um, from people who have that lived experience of um, being blind or vision impaired, uh, I think will give a real authenticity um, to the work um, and will, uh, I think, make my work more, more fulfilling and engaging. That's something I'm always interested in as to people's motivations for joining an organisation like BCA because BCA does have a long history of uh, more than 45 years now of serving the blind and vision impaired community in various different ways, uh, among them peer support and of course there's policy and advocacy and, uh, and many other ways besides. My understanding is you're not vision impaired, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, I might be described as sort of a a fellow traveller. I've got um, pretty bad vision, but luckily, um, uh, luckily enough, that's rectified by um, glasses and and contact lenses and things like that. So no, I'm not. um, I'm not vision impaired myself. Um, But I uh, prior to my uh, time in in the policy world, I actually worked for um, the trade union movement in Australia. Um, And the, the union that I worked for, um, was uh, particularly known for being member-led. Um, it's a it's values that I've kind of uh, adopted and and really taken to heart. And I think um, the the best policy comes from those who who have that lived experience. Um, and I um, I really am excited to to work with um, with an organisation that is is so clearly member-led. Mm. It, it is a very exciting time, as you said uh, earlier on. Uh, there's a lot of things happening across the sector and there's a lot of things happening with BCA. And uh, it's a really exciting time to uh, to be joining Blind Citizens Australia. Congratulations on uh, achieving the role. And uh, no doubt over the coming months, I'll be talking to you again. Yeah, I look forward to it. Thanks for that. And no doubt we'll be hearing from Jack many times over the coming months regarding policy issues that Blind Citizens Australia is looking at. And there are still a couple of positions for which BCA is recruiting. So if you have a keen interest in working for Blind Citizens Australia, have a look at the website and no doubt you'll find out more there. Otherwise, you could contact Blind Citizens Australia and uh, ask the question. And just a reminder that uh, you've still got a few days to get your favourite podcast recordings in. Just a couple of minutes in your own words on uh, why you listen to the podcasts that you listen to. And we're looking for, in this case specifically, podcasts that are not about blindness or vision impairment. So if you uh, want to do that, as I said last week, if you can't record in your own voice, then you could contact BCA and leave the messages feedback and uh, it will be forwarded to me and uh, your voice will be heard on New Horizons probably around the final week of August. Now, I've only had a couple of responses, so please get your responses in quickly uh, because I intend to start putting the program together next week for release around the uh, the end of August. So. Uh, new.horizons at bca.org.au is the email address new.horizons at bca.org.au and uh, I know I can speak on behalf of all of our listeners we look forward to hearing your voice on that podcast if you've got any ideas for New Horizons things that you'd like to hear about particularly if there's an issue that uh, you feel needs a greater degree of focus get in touch with me again new.horizons at bca.org.au is the email address new.horizons at bca.org.au 
If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia more generally, bca at bca.org.au is the email address. And the telephone number, of course, is 1800 1800 Don't forget that all-important uh, recommendations session is coming up in early September. That's the BCA Informed session, usually held on a Tuesday night. In fact, I think it's always held on a Tuesday night. If you'd like more information, you can refer back to previous episodes of New Horizons where we've discussed it. And, of course, you can check out the BCA website which has all sorts of information about what's happening in and around BCA and of course across the blindness sector. If you'd like to know more 1-800-033-660 is the all-important telephone number for BCA. I'm Vaughan Benison. thanks for your company once again. Talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realization of a dream.